Get ready, because you're now listening to War Cooler Talk. Covering everything sports and sports news. From the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, the pros, the collegiate level, and everything in between. If it's about sports, then we're about it. So keep it locked to the absolute coolest podcast. Now, your hosts, Nick Frazier and Marcus Fitzpatrick. Welcome to the coolest podcast, the Water Cooler Talk. I am your host, Nick Frazier, and the other person on the other end is... Marcus Fitzpatrick. Man, thank y'all so much for joining in to the Water Cooler Talk podcast, man. We thank y'all so much. Thank y'all for joining in with us every Indeed. Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we are here, man. Every Wednesday, we are here. Marcus, how you doing today, man? I am feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great, man. Anything new this week? Anything happened? Anything that you want to tell us? <laughs> man, it's a lot to talk about. Okay, okay. Uh, I think we're going to get to it today. Oh, yeah, man. We got a great show tonight, people. We got a great show tonight. Once again, we thank y'all so much for tuning in, taking some time out your day, downloading the podcast, listening to us, wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast, man, we are happy that you are downloading, listening to us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Coolest Pod 23 Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the, at the Water Cooler Talk. Uh, and... And if you want to talk to us, email us at wctpod at gmail.com. Again, that is wctpod at gmail.com. Man, today is going to be a great show, man. This is going to be an interesting yes, show. We got, some, we got some good topics, man. We got some good topics tonight. So I think, you know what? I think we just need to go ahead and jump into it, man. The pregame has, I mean, th- this, has been a, this has been a quick pregame, man. I think the teams are ready. I think the teams are ready to yeah. show out tonight. I think, yes, I, I think... I think I think we might come out with a blowout tonight. I don't know what you think. Hey, we need it. We need it. That's all I say. We, we need, need it. it. We need it, man. So, hey, if you ready, we about to get I'm ready. ready. Hey, you know what time it is, everybody? You already know. Let's hit it up. It's the first quarter, baby. Let's go. It's now time for the first quarter. All right, man. So we are in the first quarter right now, man. Again, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Water Cooler Talk podcast, man. We are happy that you all are downloading and listening to us. Okay, man. So SEC Media Days has just wrapped up. Um, man. Very interesting. Um, like Kevin a little stressed out. <laughs> what did you say? He looked like um, he looked stressed out. Yeah, he looks stressed out. But. I don't know, man. I I looked at it, man. I look at Jimbo, and Jimbo looked like Jimbo looked. Jimbo was winging it. You think so? <laughs> yeah. You know, Jimbo Jimbo now has me kind of confused because if you don't know, last week last week I picked Texas A and M as my first team out, and you know, yeah. listening to Jimbo talk, yeah. you know, one of the reasons why I thought tennis, uh, Texas Tech. I mean, excuse me, Texas A&M. Texas A&M was going to be something was because, you know, they hired Bobby Petrino as the uh, yeah. offense coordinator. OC. But this week at uh, this past week, this week um, at SEC Media Days, he was asked a question probably five, six, seven times of who's going to call plays. And he never gave a straight answer. 
it's like it's like he did not. It's like it's like Jimbo does not want to give up play calling ability. Man, that's his baby. Man, look, if if Texas A and M wants to do something serious, let Mike Petrino call the plays. I agree one hundred percent on that one. I mean, this ain't Florida State no more, man. This is not Florida State. I'm sorry. I mean, man. go ahead, man. <laughs> uh, is 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 it doesn't make sense. He could have been like Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. They asked Hugh Freeze who's gonna call plays because you know Philip Montgomery is the new OC at Auburn, and yeah. they asked Hugh Freeze, "Yo, Hugh, who's gonna call the plays?" He was like, "Well, you know, Philip is the offensive coordinator, but offensive <laughs> coordinator, but you know, I reserve the right to step in and take yeah. over play calling if I want to." Jimbo could have said something like that. Jimbo was like, well, you know, we don't want to get into the uh, the strategic strategies of how we're going to call. J- Jimbo, just say you don't want to give up play call. Just say that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what else was funny. Nick Saban kept saying, yeah, we're young. We're young. I'm like, all right, y'all so young. I'm going to send my three-year-old out there to try for the team. Y'all so young. Nah, he made a good point, though. But he did make a good point. Saban made a good point. He said yep. that if your if your team is always sending people to the NFL, you're always gonna have a young team. Yeah, you're always gonna have a, it's always gonna be the next man up. Of course. So I mean, I understand that, but that also makes that also begs that also begs the question like, how good is Nick Saban? Because if you are sending, you mm. know, that many guys to the league every year, and you are still winning with sophomores and juniors that are just starting to play, like. Yep. How good is Nick Saban as a coach? Like, that's a question that might need to be discovered. Like, Nick Saban might be the greatest coach of all time. I don't really think it's a might in it, man. You think so? Uh, uh, college coach. Okay, okay, let's okay, let's look ha- at it. Hands down. Okay, let's look at it. What about NFL? All coaches all, all of all time. Is Nick Saban the greatest coach of all time? It's hard not to give it to him. I mean, he's top in my in my thing. I think he might be top five. If he ain't number one, he number two. Okay, so who's who 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 would go above Nick Saban? I mean, because if you want to go all time, we got to go Vince Lombardi. Uh, I forgot about Vince. I ain't think about Vince. Yeah, uh, uh, I got Bill though. Yeah, Bill Parcells. Bill. Nah, I got Belichick. Oh, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Okay, Bill yeah, Belichick. New England. Uh, what about Jimmy Johnson? You know, winning those Super Bowls with the Cowboys. I think they cut his reign too short ah. to see what to see what he was going to really be. Interesting. Okay, uh, I see that. I see that. Yeah, man. But that's getting, getting back to the SEC because we didn't went down a whole other road of who. who yeah, we did. We, we did. went down a whole other road. We'll talk about that later. But I'm just saying, SEC media days was was something was something. Um, and a, a, a lot of people, a lot of people. Um, came out with the consensus that Georgia was going to win the SEC this year. Um, hey, Kirby, Kirby chilling too. You see, yeah, Kirby chilling. Yeah, Kirby was chilling, <laughs> man. Kirby was like, "Look, man, I was." It was uh, somebody asked him a question. It was like, um, and it it, it it dealt with the schedule, and it was like, "Yeah, how, how could you?" I, I'm I'm phrasing the question is not the exact words, but it was like, you know, you you should win because your schedule is so easy. He was like, "Well, come play it then." <laughs> He was like, well, I tell them to come play the schedule then. You know, it's man, hard he, to win in the SEC. Man, he went over his time. He was chilling so much. He was like, and I'm over my time. And I'm over, exactly, exactly, man. Kirby, man, Kirby sitting up there looking like, look, man, we we coming in. We trying to 3 P, bro. We trying to make man, history. Man, we the big dog. Hey, but that asked the question, though. 
if Kirby and Georgia three peats, is Kirby the greatest coach in this time right now? Mm, nah, man, it's it gonna be a lot to assert, Nick. I mean, come on, that's three in a row. That's literally that's three, three in a row. That's three in a row against a dynasty, though, man. But, come on, like but, Nick been Nick been in the game winning since like oh nine. But Nick ain't did three in a row though. Yeah, but I feel you. But I mean, come on, man. Like I, that's three. That's three in a row versus what? What seven? No, he got seven. Yeah, seven. Four, four, four. I think he got seven at Alabama right now. They got seven in Alabama. Now I think then he went back to back one year. He came close yeah, to winning three in a row, but yeah. he back to back. But I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, but you can also look at it this way. Last year, you know, Georgia was down fourteen in that semifinal game against Ohio State. They almost lost that game. Man, I mean, we we could be sitting having a different conversation, like you know, you know, talking about CJ Stroud and Marvin Harrison Jr. Exactly. We could be sitting here saying Kirby Smart is one in three. Excuse me, one in two in uh, national championship games and not two and one. You know, Facts. that could be. I mean, we are missed field goal away from that. But, I mean, you know, I mean, but, you know, I think Georgia, I think Georgia is the runaway favorite to win the to win the SEC this year. Um, it, they they just too talented, man. They just got a lot of talent on that team, man. Man. All they got to do is replace the quarterback. Yeah, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Carson Beck. Carson Beck is the guy. I, I mean, every, man, everybody. He, 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 like, in the race for the Heisman already, bro. I don't see it. I'm just saying he like a he like a low seventh eighth. Ah, he got he got he got Heisman eyes, and I was shocked. I don't see it now. Ain't in mine, but I don't see you know. it. I mean, that's that's a whole different conversation. We'll talk about that in the next next quarter. Oh, how your state quarterback is too? Who McCord? Yeah. Mm. Who? <laughs> okay, all right, we'll talk about that later. But I mean, another theme that came out of SEC media days, you heard the word free agency a lot. And, um, you know, with the transfer portal, you know, the NIL name, image, and likeness, um, it kind of feels like college football is not an amateur sport anymore. And, and granted, I do, I am all for players getting paid. And they should get paid what they're worth. Revenues, you know, should they split revenues with the universities? Should they be on salary? Should there be a CBA in, in, in you know, college football? I mean, it's a lot of stuff. And Nick was asked this. Nick, Nick, Nick was Nick was there Wednesday, and he was asked about you know how does he you know keep up you know with you know keeping his roster together. And he had a response, and I and we're gonna play this clip, and you and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it after this clip. So here's here's the. Here's the clip of Nick responding to the question about, you know, roster turnover and things of that nature. You've continued to try to build our team through recruiting quality high school talent. Uh, and we use the portal sort of as you would use free agency in the NFL. Uh, when we feel like we have a need at a position, uh, we would look and see if anybody's available in the portal that would you know, help us at that particular position. And I think this year we brought five guys in um, from the portal to complement. Uh, I think we had like 28 freshmen maybe um, to go with that. Uh, but I do agree with you that having experienced players, if they're the right kind of guys and they're the right kind of people and they understand the culture, 
of what you're trying to accomplish uh, can be very beneficial to um, your team. But I think those players need to play if they're in the transfer portal, and we should therefore need them to play. There should be some need at their position so they have an opportunity to be able to contribute, and uh, I think that's the case in most positions where we took guys this year out of the portal. Uh, Jameer Gibbs was a great example of a guy out of the portal who made a significant contribution to our team a year ago. Um, but the team has to be willing to embrace those players, uh, which our team has always done a really good job of, and uh, they've done the same this year. Now, if you watch that live, and he, he used the word free agency, and when he did it, he used air quotes and with free agency. I mean... <laughs> That's, that was an interesting word to use. Like, what do you think about that? I feel like he used it because the way he using free agency is because if you notice when he was doing his interview, they brought up the quarterback situation at Bama. Mm -hmm. And the quarterback situation at Bama is looking real uncertain right now. And mm -hmm. he used the transfer portal, I'm sorry, to go get a transfer from Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. at quarterback mm -hmm. and that was a three-man race in Alabama because in the interview he says no one is pulling away right now so he's kind of looking kind of nervous so that's why he called it the free agency because he got a he Nick Saban doesn't believe in transfer portal players but since it's so open why not use it I mean that's that's I I would say the the coach that really does not believe in in, in the the transfer portal he has come out and said he does not want transfer portal guys in his in his uh his program is Dabble Sweeney at Clemson like Dabble does not like the transfer he's portal he's trying to about it too I mean, he does not he doesn't he's he's he want if you come into Clemson you come into Clemson because you like Clemson that's how Dabble feel about that I mean I mean I don't know man it's it is a weird time in college football I mean. The name, image, and likeness. I mean, it's not make it tough. Yeah, it does. It's they not make it tough to keep a team together. It really does. And you know what? Speaking of that, the next day, Lane Kiffin came in Thursday, and in his opening statement, he just went ahead and addressed it. And listen to this. Listen to this clip of Lane Kiffin talking about free agency as well with name, image, and likeness. L listen to Kiffin. <clears throat> You know, so I'm going to address the portal NIL, um, what I kind of call disaster that we're in. And so I know that question is going to come. And the reason why I break that down usually is because I do afterwards get a lot of feedback from you guys in the media um, or fans that they're appreciative, you know, of a coach that really addresses where it's at and what are the challenges with it. So. Um, First off, I've always said I think it's phenomenal that players get a chance to get paid, um, which is great. I do think, which I've stood up here and said before when it first happened, that there's going to be some major issues and we're creating free agency um, with the portal and with NIL. Um, you've got a lot of pay for play going on and that is what it is. So. You know, those two things combining, there just is not a, a system uh, in place. And I don't think that there's any other sports at any level 
that are like this, that really you every year can opt into free agency, really twice a year. And I mean, I was just thinking on a plane ride over here, what if you had that in other sports? You know, Tom Brady, Asia Wilson, Lionel Messi, LeBron James. What if every year those guys can opt into free agency twice a year, really, and they got no long-term contracts? Basically, everybody's not even on a one-month contract because they can leave in two windows. So um, it's just created a lot of issues and these roster changes. And I'm not complaining about it because we take advantage, obviously, of, of free agency. But at the same time, I don't think that's really good for college football. These massive overhauls of rosters every year um, really is not in the best interest of college football. Like, like he even said, we take advantage of free agency, not the portal of free agency. Like, got to, man. I mean, like, I mean, you that's, almost, what, that's what the game going. So you got to play along with the game to keep up. I mean, um, a lot of people, a lot of people saying he sounds hypocritical. I mean, but he did say at the end, you know, I'm not complaining because I take advantage of it. I mean, he in the beginning, he did say it was a disaster. I mean, because honestly, name, image and likeness is not what it was set up to be. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, because now it's no structure behind there it. There is. I mean, and then now with the different states having the different laws behind it, it's no uniformity. There's not, there's no like one monolithic type theme saying, but this let is me what clarify. you do. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it though. I, I want y'all to no, get paid. Of course. Of course. But, yeah. yeah. But of course. there's just no structure behind it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what, that's why, that's why will there be a CBA in, in college football? Um, Will there be a players union in college football? Like, like is 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 college football really still an amateur sport? That's the question. Like, I I think I think the problem is I think the problem that a lot of people have with it is the fact that it's not the fact that they're paying players. I think it has to do with interference with players who are still at schools because people yeah. want that person to come to their school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's tampering. Yeah, basically, it's basically what it is. So like. You're at school A, you're playing, but now because this collective at school B can pay you a million dollars to come play for their school, they can come talk to you and say, get in the portal, you'll get this million dollars for the next year, two years, to come play at that school. I think that's the problem. But usually what I don't understand is with the coaches, if a player transfers, it's usually because you demoted his role on the team. I mean, true. I mean that too. If a player is unhappy, or a player is not getting the playing time they want, you know they're not getting promised what they want. What they want. So I mean, it's a lot of different. It's a lot of different um, factors that go into this, man. And it's 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 it's, 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 it's going to take some time. And I think it's going to take. It's it's going to be. I think it's going to get, for lack of better words, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, Indeed. And so hopefully it'll get it'll get taken care of. And this is a conversation that can go on for. You know, another segment, but you know we have to segue to the next segment, to the next, to the next quarter because you know we are in the middle of the quarter now. The first quarter ended, so you know both teams are on the sidelines right now. You know the band is playing just a little bit, getting everybody hyped until the second quarter start. How you feel, Marcus? What are you thinking? Hey, I'm ready, man. I'm turned up. Let's get it. Let's go, man. Let's go. Hey, hey, man. You know what? You know what? Thank y'all again. It's time to go to the second quarter. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Now entering the second quarter. Oh, man. So we are now in the second quarter. 
again, thank y'all so much for listening. I mean, what are we talking about in the second quarter, Marcus? Um, I think the second quarter is about your too early Heisman picks, right, Nick? Way too early Heisman contender candidates. Whatever you want to say, contenders or candidates. Who do we have as our way too early Heisman candidates right now? Um, football season is less, is a little bit less than a month away, right about a month away. Hey, college football. Wait. And we are excited. They're already advertising the HBCU Classic. Yes, sir. Yes, they are. And we're looking at it. It's the beginning of the year, and we're looking at who could be in New York in December. And who could be hoisting that Heisman Trophy above their head as the greatest college football player this past year of that year? So, Marcus, I know you said you had five people. I had five people. Who you have as your way to early Heisman Trophy candidates? Coming in at number one, I have Kayla Williams to repeat. Yes, I do. Okay. Number two. I have Bo Nix out of Oregon. Ooh. Young man played good, got hurt week 10. Mm-hmm. Still accounted for 510 rushing yards and over 3,000 yards passing mm-hmm. with a 71.9 completion rate. Mm-hmm. Number three, if you look at this kid's numbers, Jaden Daniels, it, it's not going to pop off at you. But if you watch film, the kid is promising, man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Uh Little guy out of LSU at number three and four. Of course, I gotta have Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay, projected number one draft pick, Ohio State. What? Number one, okay, you know, seventy-seven receptions last year, over a thousand yards receiving, okay. fourteen touchdowns, average sixteen point seven yards per catch. Mm-hmm. And five, I have that boy out of Arkansas, Montgomery, Alabama's own KJ Jefferson. AJ Jefferson? Really? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Dude had a good year before, you know, he got hurt last year and then it went downhill for him. Okay. All right. That's interesting. Um, we actually have the same list except for one person. I mean, we can go through it. I got number one. I got Caleb Williams repeating, uh, as the as the the the, the favorite to repeat. I mean, Caleb yeah, Williams obviously. The best, he's the best quarterback in the, he's the best quarterback in in college football right now. Like you said, 66% completion rating. He had a QBR, uh, college QBR of 87.6, um, 4,500 yards passing last year, and he only had five interceptions. Um, Spectacular. 42 touchdowns last year. 42 touchdowns, and he won the Heisman. Um, he he has a chance to set USC up to make, to make a run, but I still think Oregon's going to win, and that's why I have number two as my dark horse Heisman candidate, Bo. Knicks. Uh Bo Nix is Bo Nix is thriving at Oregon. Man. He's thriving. One read. Man. One Why read. Why did we let him go? Because we were not running the RPO one read option, uh, one read uh offense. Bo Nix Bo it's so it's so it's literally so it's, simple. It's it's it, very <laughs> so simple. One read. One read, <laughs> you look downfield. If it ain't there, you gone. If you, and if you have time, you look at the second option. If not, you gone. Yes, sir. As it. Bo Nix is, is, is number two on my list. Number three on my list, I'm going to have to go Jaden Daniels. I said Jaden Daniels, too, is number three. Jaden Daniels at LSU. What he did last year uh, at LSU, winning the West, 
and getting to the SEC championship game, that was amazing. That was that was out of the left. That was out of left field. But the problem with LSU Man, is I don't think LSU have enough have enough depth this year. They nah. may not they may not have enough depth. That's this just Ogeron though. <laughs> they may not have enough depth to to actually you know make a run at it. Now a couple more recruiting cycles and you know portal additions and things and stuff like that. I feel that they have. I think I think they'll they'll have a chance. Brian Kelly also was talking about how he had to replace the whole secondary. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, but he was like, he didn't want to do it through the transfer portal. Because it looked bad. I mean, is it though? Is it is it bad going through the transfer portal? I mean, with the last thing we just talked about, free agency, why not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you why need not? it, go get it. Exactly. I'm trying to get you, you, you. Uh, I need a safety. I need a corner. Exactly. Come- Come holler at me. Exactly. Saban said, Saban, Saban said it best. If we need some help at a position, we're going to go into the portal and see what that guy can do for us at that position to help us win. That's what exactly. Saban said it. And he's arguably the greatest coach of all time. So why not do it? So, yeah, I mean, I got Jane Daniels at Jane Daniels at number three. Number four, I got my boy, the greatest, best receiver in the land in college football today, Marvin Harrison Jr. He's going to be number four, man. Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison and I, I pulled the stats. Kid, I pulled, is, kid I pulled, is spectacular, bro. He is. I pulled these stats um, from last year in the Michigan game. He had seven receptions for 120 yards. I and watched that game. It, it, he was ball link, ball control, ball. Every time he touched it to the crib, touch now. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> And in the Georgia game, where Ohio State almost beat Georgia in the semifinals, uh, and they would have been playing for national championship against TCU if Georgia would not have come back, or if Ohio State would not have missed that field goal at the last minute, he had five receptions for 106 yards against that Georgia defense. And he got hurt. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And he got hurt. He got hurt. I'm telling you, man. Marvin I Harrison. I think he got hurt. Like, if yeah. my recollection, he did. Is, he was injured. Correct. He, he was got injured. hurt in the first half, though. He was injured. Yeah, he was injured. He. Didn't, I don't even think he played the full game, if I'm not mistaken. Like oh, he could man. have. He literally, like Marvin Harrison, could have had more catches. He could have had a 200 yard night. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Against against that Georgia defense. Against Kirby Smart. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. And then you had KJ Jefferson on your list. Now, this guy right here that I'm about to pick, I'm a, I'm upset. And the reason why I'm upset about this this particular this particular pick is because the previous regime that was at Auburn, as you all know, we are Auburn fans. Um, the previous regime that was at Auburn. Had a chance <laughs> to have this man on the team. And for some reason, it didn't happen. He was in the backyard from Pike Road High School in Montgomery. Well, Pike Road, if you want to, depends on what you, it depends on what you talk to. Quinshawn Jenkins, running back for Ole Miss. Ah, number five. Dude, a stud. Bruh. Quinshawn Jenkins, he should be wearing an Auburn uniform right now. Not an old Miss uniform. He should be wearing an Auburn <laughs> uniform. D- li- listen to this. Listen to these numbers. Listen to these numbers. Respect. 
And he a freshman. He was a freshman. He was a freshman. He was a freshman. Listen to these numbers. 1,567 rushing yards. 16 touchdowns. He averaged almost six yards per carry. He had 15 receptions for 132 yards, averaging almost nine yards per catch. As a freshman. As a freshman. This dude, this guy literally could have a 2,000-yard season this year. Like, Quinshawn Jenkins is that guy. He's probably. Hey, Lane Kiffin is hoping that's that's what happened. Look, he's not that far off. He's not that far off. He could have 2,000 yards this season. And if he has 2,000, if he has, if he has anywhere close to these numbers, I'm going to put it like this. If he has 1,500, if he does 1,500 yards rushing again this year, and if he, and he almost hits his 2,000 yards, he's going to win the Heisman Trophy. He's going to win the Heisman Trophy. And they better get their money ready. <laughs> he's going to win the Heisman Trophy. He's going to win it. I, I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, and I'm like, bruh, Quinson Jenkins is literally the best running back in college football right now. And I'm so upset at the fact that he literally is not wearing an Auburn uniform. Yeah, we blew that one, Nick. He's we not definitely wearing, blew that one. He's not wearing an Auburn uniform. Like, he could have been the heir apparent to Tank Bixby. That's what he could have been. He could have been the heir apparent to Tank Bixby. Him and Jarquez Hunter could have been running things this year. Most definitely. So I'm, I sit here and I'm like, man, this, 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 this hurts my heart because he literally, he literally, he literally could be hoisting the Heisman Trophy this year in New York, and I. Quinshawn Jenkins, I, I know I said Bo Nix is the dark the dark horse for the Heisman, but I might have to rearrange this, and I might have to put Quinshawn Jenkins number two. I might have to put Quinshawn Jenkins number two. Well, that's that's tough. That's tough. I you, might, you gonna just switch up mid episode though? I might have like to mid episode like, though. The more I think about this, the more I think about it, I might have to put Quinshawn Jenkins number two. Literally, might have to put him number two. I respect that. I respect I that. I mean, because dude is that deal. He's that deal. And if, and the thing about it is, he's going to be the focal point of that Ole Miss offense this year. Literally. Literally going to be the focal point of that offense this year. So, I'm excited. I am ready. This is going to be a very interesting year in college football. And we can't wait to see what happens and who will be in New York this year. At, yes, the suspense is killing me already. Let's get ready for Heisman Trophy. <laughs> at the Heisman Trophy ceremony, this is going to be a good year. And you know what that also means? That means that's the end of the second quarter when you hear those horns. And you know what? Yes, sir. We are in halftime right now, and both teams are going to the locker room. We are going to halftime. You know about your seats. It is halftime. Man, we are in halftime right now, man. We thank y'all so much, man. Thank y'all again for tuning in 
to the Water Cooler Talk podcast, man. We are here every Wednesday, man. Tune in to us. Listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Download wherever you get your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Wherever you get your podcast, we are there, man. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Water Cooler Talk. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, people. We trying to get our followers up. Come on, guys. We want to be there. Also, man, go to our YouTube page, man. Content is coming. We have put some content up already on our YouTube page. We got some shorts up there. So go watch them. Like them. Hey, man, follow us. Uh, subscribe, excuse me, subscribe to us on YouTube at the Coolest Pod 23 or just type in Water Cooler Talk Podcast and you will find us. That'll be us up there, man. So we thank y'all so much, man. And if you want to talk to us and you want to see what we're doing, what you want to see, what you like about the show, what you want to see on the show, email us at wctpod at gmail.com. Again, that is wctpod at gmail.com. At this point, we want to thank our sponsors. We have none. Hopefully that will change not, soon. Not yet. Not yet. Hopefully that no. will change soon. Hopefully we'll have some sponsors soon, man. But if you want to, man, email us again at wctpod at gmail.com, man. We are excited about this, man. So, yeah, man, we thank y'all again. And we thank y'all for rocking with us here at the water cooler, coming to sit around the water cooler with us. Um, every Wednesday, man. So, the team's in the locker room right now. They're getting ready for the second half. They're rejuvenating, trying to bandage back up some of the injuries that they may have had. Um, this second half, the second half is might is probably gonna get a little rough. It's gonna get a little tough. Yes. It's gonna get some serious in the second half. Marcus, what do you think? Are do, do you think these teams are ready for the second half, Marcus? Do you think they're ready? Man. You know, I got my adjustments. I done, I done put my people in place. And I think if they ain't ready, they better get ready. Man, you know what? I this think, is going to be a test of heart. You know what? I might hit the transfer portal and by the second half. You might not see me. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, I got like five free agents already. Because <laughs> we were too young. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. We're going to see what happened, man. But we excited, man. Teams, man. The teams are in there. They getting juiced up. They getting ready. Well, let's not say juice. That's that's. That's you know that's a word for something else. That's steroid talk. Yeah, we not doing that. But you know the teams are in there. They getting ready. You know they in there. I can hear them in there. What time is it? Game time. What time is it? You hear them? Do you hear them? I think I see them coming out the door right now, man. So I think it's time, man. I think it's time. Let's get it. I think it's time. Second half, baby. Second half, we coming. We coming, second half. We coming. Hey, man, shout out Let's to our high go. school, man. Shout out to our high school, Booker T. Washington High School in Tuskegee, Alabama, man. Oh, Why North not BTW, man? Hey, man, so we excited for them, man. They're going to have a great football season this year, man. So we excited for them. Shout out to Coach. Right Let's Let's get back to the playoffs. <laughs> of course, man. Of course, man. Of course, man. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. So yeah, man. Shout out to Booty Washington High School, man. We enjoy y'all. We're gonna make some games this year. So um it's time for the second half, man. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hey man, here we go. We are about to hit up the third quarter. We've now entered the third quarter. Oh boy, we are back. We here second half. Second half is here. Um halftime was was pretty good. I think the teams are ready to go. Kickoff is about to start right now in the second half. So, in this third quarter, 
we are going to discuss um a topic between two quarterbacks and we want to we want to debate which one of these quarterbacks has more to prove and the two quarterbacks that we're going to debate here and this is going to get this going to get rocky this and uh, trust trust me you want to stay tuned for the rest of this show um which of these quarterbacks has more to prove is it Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills or is it that man in Cincinnati Joe Burrow the floor is yours Marcus I'm going with Josh Allen on this one okay reasons why you cannot be picked to win the Super Bowl two probably three years in a row and have an early exit, you hung up 10 points on the other person we're talking about, Joe Burrow, in the AFC division around this year. And you threw an interception in the game. So it's just like with a QBR 55.5, if I'm saying it correctly. But, um, like, come on, man. Like, he got to bring some type of hard way in this year. Like, even if, even if it's just the MVP, like, he has to bring something – to Buffalo, people, you, you, he getting commercials, he getting endorsements, you know, he has to, he got to prove himself, man. You mm. can't, you can't, just, we can't just keep calling him the best for a reason, and he ain't coming through, you know. Josh Allen, he's the, the best. best. Wow, man, he, man, you know, is I'm that, a Buffalo fan. That, so yeah, I was about best. to say, is that the Buffalo Bills fan talking saying Josh Allen yeah, is the best? Yeah, that, I'm, I'm gonna stand on that. Not just I'm about to say you might want to. Mm, <laughs> nah, Patrick Mahomes number one. Oh, God, I was about to say where we at now. Where well, we, we getting at? that on next segment? Now so we'll man, see. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But no, nah, I mean I I see where you're coming from with that man. Look at that Josh Allen's career stats: sixty-two and a half percent completion rating, um, over eighteen thousand yards of uh, career passing, um, yards per attempt. Uh, you're looking at right around seven yards per attempt. One hundred thirty-eight touchdowns, sixty interceptions for his career. Um, on the rushing tip, he has over 3,000 yards rushing, 38 touchdowns, and averaging roughly about six yards per per carry that he has. Um, I see 38 touchdowns last year. I see where you're coming from with that, with, with Josh Allen. And, yes, um, he does have something to prove, but I see this differently. Which, one, which quarterback has more to prove? And I personally, I'm going with Joe Burrow. I'm picking Joe Burrow in this situation. Because I, 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 I'm going to use the analogy that Stephen A. uses on first take. He uses the analogy of like there are stars, then there are superstars, and then there may be even a level above superstars. Uh, I, I put Joe Burrow in the realm of Patrick Mahomes. I put him in that realm. And the reason why I say Joe Burrow has more to prove, and it, I, I, it comes from this standpoint. Joe Burrow has beaten Josh Allen. Okay. Most definitely. He, he, he's done that. Um, Joe Burrow has beaten Patrick Mahomes. He has a winning record against Patrick Mahomes. He does. Um, the last two years, the AFC Championship game has been Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes. They're one and one. Joe Burrow yep. won one year. 
Patrick Mahomes won the other year. But the difference is Patrick Mahomes has two Super Bowls. So I look at it from this, I look at it from this, this, this perspective here that if I put Joe Burrow in that category of Patrick Mahomes-esque, you gotta win a Super Bowl. He has more to prove. All right. Let's look at it. Look at it. He made it. He made it to the Super Bowl. Of course. Being the most set quarterback mm-hmm. with a rookie receiver. Okay. And not only that, nobody projected them to go to the Super. He has been he, the reason why we 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 elevate Joe Burrow to that level is because he's been Joe Burrow. Of course. Like, but nobody. But see, the thing about it is. Nobody expected this from Joe Burrow coming out of college. I mean, don't exactly. get don't get it twisted. Joe Burrow was great in college. That's why he won a Heisman Trophy. He was great, but how fast he has had success in the NFL. It's if it shocking. Was, if it was not for him getting hurt his rookie year, Cincinnati would have went to the playoffs then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you look at it, the past two years he has been to the AFC Championship game. I mean, so I put him on a different level than Josh Allen. And that's the reason why I say Joe Burrow has more to prove because now I put you in the category of Patrick Mahomes and I put Patrick Mahomes up there. And you've done you've you've been to the Super Bowl, you've beaten Patrick Mahomes, but now you gotta win it. You don't you don't wanna be Jim Kelly, and no disrespect to Jim Kelly, but you don't wanna be Jim Kelly when you go to that's four a straight low blow. That's not a low blow. I'm just I'm stating the obvious. You don't wanna go, you don't wanna go to straight, you don't wanna go to four straight Super Bowls. And lose four straight Super Bowls. I'm just being I'm being completely honest with you. Yeah, no, I can't disagree with that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say Joe Burrow has more to prove because now, if Joe Burrow does not win a Super Bowl, like he's great, but what what but, what is he? But when has Cincinnati started off the season projected to win a Super? Like the, what he's doing with Cincinnati. He's he started off last year losing and rallied the troops and took them to the AFC championship. That's that's I agree with you. I understand. I listen, I understand where you are coming from, but I preference my statement before saying that I put Joe Burrow in the same category as Patrick Mahomes. I don't put I don't put Josh Allen in that category. I don't see it. I just I mean Josh Allen is Josh Allen is a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. That means he has so much more to prove this year. Thank I, you for listen, thank you for saying that, Josh. Listen, you heard it. I hope. Listen, man. Listen, I want look. I want everybody to be successful, but I'm telling you right okay. now, I don't see their best chance. The the their best chance at making it to the Super Bowl was the year when they went to Kansas City, and it literally was a coin flip where they lost the game because Kansas City got the ball first. Because of overtime rule. That was their best chance. Ever since then, he has not made it out of the divisional round. His playoff record is four and four, and he has made it out of the divisional round. <laughs> Joe, Bur- that, Joe Burrow. He lost to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was five and two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In the playoffs. And he lost to Joe Burrow. I mean, so that's why I think, I think, I think, in my humble opinion, in my humblest of opinion, Joe Burrow has more to prove to me. In, in that situation because of where I see Joe Burrow and how I view Joe Burrow as a quarterback in the NFL. I understand how you view it, 
but the world, the NFL, views Josh Allen as a Super Bowl contender. So if Josh Allen keeps falling short, then the narrative about him is going to change. If Joe Burrow keeps falling short, okay, let's okay, let's let's use this. Let's use this analogy here. Say Cincinnati and, and Cincinnati and Kansas City meets up in the AFC Championship again this year. Joe Burrow loses. What are you going to be saying about Joe Burrow then? Is there, there there will be there will be nothing said about Josh Allen because pre, I'm pretty sure Josh Allen would not have gotten past the divisional round again because he probably would have lost to Joe, to Joe Burrow. Man, Josh, I hope he hit his talk. But I'm just saying though, I'm being completely honest though. The conversation would be literally Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. It's all, the media is already forming it anyway. They're trying to make a rivalry out of it right now. I think it is a rivalry. Could be the, the, the mayor called it Burrowhead Stadium. Like, <laughs> how much how much of a rivalry do you want if the mayor called it? I'm just right saying. There? Okay, like I said, he gets that he gets he gets to the AFC Championship game and he AFC Championship game and he loses to Patrick Mahomes again, or he gets to the AFC Championship game, beats Patrick Mahomes, gets to the Super Bowl and loses the Super Bowl. I mean, who would have more to prove then? Josh Allen would not. I mean, pe- people will still be saying Josh Allen is a great. He's a good quarterback. He's a Super Bowl contender, but he hasn't made it to the Super Bowl yet. He hasn't gotten past the divisional round. He hasn't even sniffed the AFC Championship game. Stay tuned, Nick. Okay, hey, prove me wrong, please. Please prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong. That's Stay why. I, that's why I think real greasy tonight. I mean, listen, Stay tuned. Listen, that's why I say Joe Burrow has more to prove. I mean, you do so much, you get you get to a Pacific level, and when you get to a Pacific level, there are expectations. You got to win. You can't but keep getting there the and then lose. Expectations just now changed for him. No, it hasn't. I don't. I I believe. I, did, I honestly did believe. Did you go in last year thinking that Cincinnati was going to be a threat? Yes, I did. Honestly, yes, I did. Yes, I did. From the previous year, because they had just played in the Super Bowl. They had I understand just, that. They had just you, lost to the Rams in the Super Bowl. They were going to really just. Just shoot right back to the AFC Championship. Yes. I mean, because, okay, let's look at it. Let's, okay, if you look at the landscape of the AFC, what teams are a threat to Kansas City and Cincinnati in the AFC? Okay, you can say you can say the Buffalo Bills. Okay, you can say that. Are we going, are we going this year or are we going last year? No, yeah, I mean, no, just the landscape of the AFC. Miami can be a threat with the, the, the acquisition of Jalen Ramsey. That's another they conversation. Dumb, they got they got two dumb Nick corners. That's a that, that's a you know what that's a different conversation because honestly, ask the question. I'm no, and I'm about to answer the question. If you go back and look, if you go back and look at the Super Bowl between the Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals on the last play where Aaron Don, where Aaron Donald sacked um, Joe no Burrow when he was running out of the pocket, Jamar yeah. Chase had Jalen Ramsey beat. If 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 there was no pressure, if there was no Aaron Donald, who's obviously the greatest defensive lineman in the league right now, if there was no pressure on Joe Burrow and he set his arguably feet, arguably of all time, arguably of all time, you correct. If there was no if if and it's a big if because we live and if is a big word. If there was no pressure on him, if there was no pressure on Joe Burrow from Aaron Donald, who was giving him pressure at that time, and he set his feet and delivered that ball, Cincinnati would have a Super Bowl right now. 
And then Joe Burrow would have what? Not too much to prove, huh? You, exactly. This would be a whole different conversation. <laughs> I would be, I would be telling, I would be on your side. Yes, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, you have more to prove. But you, I mean, you literally have to sit here and look at like just because where I put him at, and what I and the way I see Joe Burrow, I put him in that category, and I say Joe Burrow has more to prove. That's that's me though, and and things of that nature. I understand. I mean, but you know. People people may disagree, and if you do, hit us up and let us know. But yes, I'm yeah. I'm I'm telling you, man. My personal opinion: Joe Burrow has more to prove. Marcus feels Josh Allen does, and I'm pretty sure majority of the world majority of the world feels that. But I might be the few that say Joe Burrow has more to prove. Hopefully, you're the minority, Nick. I'm in you're the minority. Stand I'm the stand alone, Nick. I'm the stand alone in that situation right there. I'm standing alone in that situation, man. Joe, I need you to win the Super Bowl this year, baby. And hey, Josh, I hope you heard everything hey, my young brother said Joe about you. Burrow. Let's go get one. Joe Burrow, we need you to win the Super Bowl this year. And you know what? I'm not even a Cincinnati oh, Bengals fan. I'm not even a Cincinnati Bengals fan. I just like, I just think Joe Burrow is just that dude, man. I'm just gonna be completely honest with you, man. Hey, I mess with Joe. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't I even have a team. I don't even have an NFL team, bro. That's just how bad it is. Like, if I were oh, to man. if I were hey, to win a team. Y'all gotta go subscribe so Nick can pick an NFL team. Listen, listen, I will tell you this. I grew up. I, I, if I had to pick a team, I, I pick a team, it would be the Carolina Panthers. It would either be the Panthers or the Falcons, even though they're in the same division. I, it was it's one of them two teams that I would pick. Okay, but I, I mean, <laughs> we didn't we didn't grow up with an NFL team in the state of Alabama, so. It was kind of it was either it's either the Saints, the Falcons, or the Panthers. Yeah, or. Our NFL teams were college teams, so either it was Auburn, Alabama, and we know we ain't going to Alabama. <laughs> you know, it's one of those teams. Those, Sorry, they say that type of podcast. I apologize. Those the major, those the major, those the major schools. But you know, you know, we got Troy and South. You know, I go South all day. South Alabama Jaguars, baby. You know, that's me all day. You know, if I, I mess with them South, two. I mess with South. You know, that's that's it. But um, but yeah, man. But you I know see. what I went? I mean, where I went? I said what I went. Where I went? Let him know. Ski Let him know, man. Let him know. You went to ski. I went to ski. You went to ski. All right, ski. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all balling and parlaying up there. I see. I see you. I see you. Oh man. So that was a great that, that was a great um that was a great discussion, man. So how you feel? Man. The cameras can't see me yet, but I was already throwing up the foes. He's throwing you up the foes because you know what? We ready. <laughs> we ready. <laughs> we ready <laughs> for y'all. Fourth quarter, we ready. <laughs> we I ready. We ready. Let's get it. For y'all. <laughs> We have now arrived at the fourth quarter. Boy, we in the fourth quarter right now, now. Let's get it. Hey man. This is this this is about to get juicy. This this topic right here is about to get juicy. And you wanna know why? Because it's because of me. It's because of me. It's <laughs> Nick. This is all me right here, man. I have a very strong opinion about this, and I went and did some research about this topic. And the topic is SI.com came out. At the beginning of June, I mean, yeah, beginning of June, of uh, the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL right now, and so 
we're going to go down this list and we're going to talk about this. Okay. So the list, (laughs) let me pull it up real quick. Um, Some things of that nature. This is the list that SI.com came out with for the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL right now. At number one, Patrick Mahomes. At number two, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was at number two. Number three, Josh Allen. Number four, Jalen. Number four, Jalen Hurts. Number five, Justin Herbert. Number six, Trevor Lawrence. Number seven, Lamar Jackson. Number eight, Aaron Rodgers. Number nine, (laughs) Matthew Stafford. And at number 10, Dak Prescott. Before I go, Marcus came up with his own list. So, Marcus, tell them who you have on your list, sir. And I would, and, and you know what? I didn't even, I, I, I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I didn't even make a list because I was so offended by the list. Because, Marcus, go ahead. I'll tell him in a minute. I'll tell him. Go ahead, Marcus. Well, my list is really not that much different. I got Patrick Mahomes at one. Joe Burrow at two, Josh Allen at three, Jalen Hurts at four, Justin Hibbert at five, Trevor Trevor at six, and Rogers at seven, Lamar Jackson at eight. This is where it get crazy. I got Geno at nine, and I got Kurt Cousins at ten. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up because this is about to get rocky. Um, <laughs> first off, try to hurry up so you can go ahead. First off, ladies and gentlemen, there is one glaring name that is missing from this list. Actually, Stay tuned. actually, buckle up, everybody. Please, actually, there are two glaring names mention, missing from this list, and I'm going to mention both of them. How do you not not mention Bryce Young? And CJ Stroud on this list. Top 10 already. Top 10 already. I I believe that Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL right now. What what brings you to, to that conclusion? Nick? Okay. Please tell me. Please, please just, Listen, just tell me why I, you think of a person who never played a down of NFL football. You know what? It's already top 10. You please know what? Tell me. You know what? I will tell you. So, there is this one little number in the NFL called passer rating. It is on a scale of 0 to 158.3. That is what the scale of of, of the passer rating formula is. In the NCAA, they measure passer efficiency. So, those numbers are a little bit higher. Uh, They use the same, same categories, but they're weighted different. Okay. The categories they use are pass attempts, completions, passing yards, touchdown passes, and interceptions. All right? So this is, passer rating is a way to rate quarterbacks by a number. All right? So, I looked at this list, and I thought, SI.com, who on this list can I take off and add those two names? And so I did a little math. Okay, I went and took the 2021 uh, 2021 season numbers 
in the 2022 season numbers for both Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. And I put them into the NFL passer rating for them to get a number. And you know what I found, people? You know what I found. I'm going to give you the passer rating numbers of everybody on this top 10 list. For 2021, Patrick Mahomes, 98.4. Joe Burrow, 108.3. Josh Allen, 92.2. Jalen Hurts, 87.2. Justin Herbert, 97.7. Trevor Lawrence, 71.9. Lamar Jackson, 87. Aaron Rodgers, 111.9. Matthew Stafford, 102.9. Dak Prescott, 104.2. Now, I went in and I put Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud's numbers into the NFL passer rating as what they did that year with their prospective college teams. And do you know what the passer ratings were for those two young men, respectively? I'm sure you're going to say it. I'm definitely about to tell you. The year Bryce Young won the Heisman Trophy, Bryce Young's numbers in the NFL he would have had a passer rating of 139.8. C.J. Stroud in 2021 would have had a, a passer rating of 131.48. Do you know where that ranks them with these top 10 quarterbacks in the year 2021? Where rank them next? One and two. They will be the top two. <laughs> they would be the top two passer rating. Passing rated quarterbacks in the NFL. This is, this right is now. hilarious. I'm sorry. This is tough, like hilarious. It's not. I'm being serious. Bro, I am being They're playing serious. against collegiate defenses. What that supposed to mean? And these same collegiate defenses are not the ones that's going to be in the NFL soon? Bro, half of those people are not going to make an NFL roster. They're going to make an NFL roster. They will make an NFL bro, roster. Come on, bro. Yes, they will. A lot of those guys will make an NFL <laughs> roster. Bro. Sir. Sir, a lot of those guys will make an NFL roster. You can laugh all you want to. You can laugh all you want to. I believe in this. I even went to 2022 and even wrote down the passer ratings for those. All right. Do uh all right, since we since you since you Mr. Mathematics. Go ahead. Do Kyler Murray's for 2018 when he won the Heisman. He oh, also I don't, threw for four, I don't I don't have Kyler Murray's for 2018 because I didn't write it down. Now oh, I do okay. have I do have Kyler Murray's. 2021 and 2022 NFL pass uh passer rating number. You know what though? You know what that was? In 2021, his passer rating was 100.6. In 2022, you know what it was? 87.2. So okay. come on now. And you put Kirk Cousins on, and you know how I feel about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is not a top 10 quarterback. Why not? Kirk Cousins is not a top 10 quarterback. Regular Why season, not? maybe. Playoffs. Where it matters, no, I'm good. Kirk Cousins is one and four, one and four in the playoffs. He has a one and four record in the playoffs. If if Kirk Cousins was that dude in the playoffs, Stephon Diggs would still be there in Minnesota right now. And he still went thirteen and two. He when still threw over four thousand yards. Okay, thirty-one touchdowns. Okay, he's in the same boat as Josh Allen would be right now. <laughs> wow, same boat. He's in the same boat with me as Josh Allen right now. Sorry. I'm, I look, My look. God. Josh Nick is on one tonight. Look, he told. He said he, he said he's gonna be on that tonight. Kirk he's Cousins, on one tonight. Kirk Cousins has. He was drafted in 2012 to back up RG three. 
Kirk Cousins has not made it out of the wild card. He's not made it past the wild card round, people. And we and we are supposed to judge quarterbacks by greatness in the playoffs, right? He has not and, made it past the wild card. And your people never played a down in the NFL, Nick. Hey, all I'm saying is, if you put numbers to numbers, if you put their numbers of what they had in those respective years uh, into defense, an NFL passer rating, it's a, it's a different game into, speed, Nick. We know this. Me and you both know this. We played the game. A different game speed. It's faster. Is that, is that what you're about to tell me? It's faster in the NFL? Bro. More yes. physical in the NFL? Yes, obviously. These dudes, Bryce Young played in the SEC, which is probably the most physical league. In it. Most of your draft picks in the NFL are coming from the SEC. I'm sorry. Did, Greg Sankey just sat here and said that. No argument. That, that, eight, that most it was 80, 87 people was drafted from the, uh, from the SEC that went to the NFL draft this year. Big, the Big Ten is right behind the SEC. Come on, stop! You can't. You cannot sit here and tell me that these these same guys, these same guys that, that these these same NFL defenses that, that that we're talking about right now. You mean to sit here and tell me that Bryce Young and CJ Stroud could not have those same numbers in the NFL this year, right now? Who? First of all, it depends on what team you go to, what office system you go to. It's it's a lot more than just walking into a, a room with numbers and you know it's the NFL. Nick, if it was that Bryce easy, Young, you know Bryce Young played in what is considered to be a semi-pro style offense. He had some spread in there. He played he played he played in the shotgun some, but starting out he was in a pro style type. He was in a pro style type offense. West Coast offense in a West Coast in a West Coast offense. He was in the same type. Of, he was same type of office. Why is Mac Jones not top ten? He was in the same office as, as Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not good. I just said it. Do you think Mac Jones is good? No, I didn't. I'm just asking you a question. Do you think Mac Jones is good? Do you? No, let me, let me ask you. A question. Do you think Mac Jones' talent is on the talent of Bryce Young? Do you think he has the same talent as Bryce Young? He won a national championship, Bryce Young didn't. Well, he Bryce Young won a national championship because of Matt Jones. And he won a Heisman and still lost the national championship. I give you that. I'll give you that right there. But talent-wise, who's more talented, Matt Jones or Bryce, Bryce Young? Of course, I'm going to go Bryce Young all day. Thank you. Thank you very much. So you mean to sit here and tell me you don't think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud could step into the NFL right now and pass for 4,000 yards? I'm saying it depends on what system they walk into. Like right now, here in Carolina, who is his number one receiver? DJ Chalk Jr. Adam, uh, old Adam Thielen. Why Adam Thielen got to be old? Why you think Adam Thielen wasn't Adam Thielen? In, <laughs> wasn't he in Minnesota? He was still old. Wasn't him? <laughs> and he was still producing, wasn't he? Yeah, as a second option to Justin Jefferson. Okay, and that's I mean, okay. So I'm just saying, who's gonna be the number one in Carolina? Tell me, DJ Chalk. That's how we're gonna live. DJ Chalk will be the number one, be the number one option. Adam Thielen gonna be number right, two. Let, That's let, those are not two. Those are two. Th th those are not bad options. What's wrong with that? Okay. Okay. Well, well, let's live like that. What's wrong with that? I, oh, no argument here. Let's let's just see the season. I'm let's telling you like right. That. I'm telling you right now. Bryce Young, right now at this stage, is a top ten quarterback in the NFL right now. <laughs> You can laugh all you want to. Okay. You can laugh all you want to. I'm telling you right now, Bryce Young 
is a top <laughs> 10 quarterback in the NFL. Hey, no, hey. Let's go down the list. Let's look, look. <laughs> hey, you hey, made one. I wanted you to look, make one for this reason. Look, no, no, no. no. I, I wrote to hear your list. I wrote where I needed to hear your list. I went through the t- I gave you the 10 names. I even wrote down these other names. I even wrote down Russell Wilson. I wrote down Jared Goff. I wrote down okay. Kyler Murray. I even wrote All down right. your boy Kirk Cousins because I knew you was gonna say his name. I even wrote down <laughs> Mac Jones. I, on this I wrote down Mac Jones. I wrote down Deshaun Watson, Tua and Tua Tungo Valor. I didn't write down Geno Smith because I don't think Geno Smith is Geno Smith is a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Is he a back player of the year? Is he is Geno Smith the type of quarterback that can take you all the way? Mm. Now that's the reason why I don't think so. That's the reason why I did not write Geno Smith's name down. I don't think so. I didn't write his name down because because of that. Is he is he the type of quarterback that can take you all the way? I don't, that's, that's, I don't know. No, so I don't, I don't think so. I wrote down all these guys' passer ratings, and I compared them, and I threw the numbers into, and I threw the numbers into the system. And the only time, the only, the only one that I could not get like a great reading on was Deshaun Washington because his last full year of of um, production was, was twenty nine was, was twenty nineteen twenty twenty. Those were his last years of like full production. But everybody else, their numbers, if their their numbers in the NFL, those numbers in the NFL passer rating system, Bryce Young is up there. He's top five. I want to see him play it down. That's fine. I mean, you can sit here, you can sit here and you can use the excuse, oh, he has not played it down of NFL football. He has not. That's fine. You can use that excuse. But I'm going by the numbers. I'm looking at the numbers and I'm saying. They both Bryce Young played in the SEC against against defenses that were NFL caliber ready. I mean, there was an argument. There was an argument seven years ago that uh, that Alabama could have been some NFL teams. Like that, that, that it, it was it was going around saying that Alabama could literally go to the NFL at that time and beat NFL teams. Do you feel that way at that time? They could have beaten the Jacksonville team at that time. That was like 2016, 2017 when that when that when that when that narrative was going around. They could have beaten the Jacksonville team at that time. They could have beaten the Miami team at that time. Yes. Alabama was stacked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you sit here and tell me, you. you really sit here and tell me that you don't think, that you don't think that the way the game is going now in a pro style system where a lot of it is passed, that what C.J. Stroud did at Ohio State was pass a lot, and what Bryce Young did at Alabama was pass, even though it was it was a pro style. Hey, I'm putting in air quotes, pro style type system where he did pass the ball because he had a he had a very good receiving court. You really sit here and tell me you think that those guys can't step into the NFL right now and at least make the playoffs? I said I'm I'm not saying that. Well, what I'm are you saying, system, Marcus? Marcus, saying say something. System that they walk into. You can't just uh, you just can't imagine a quarterback walking into a broke down system and just being successful. Joe Burrow did. Joe Burrow was number one overall pick. He was number one overall pick. Year. Joe Burrow got hurt. And if you and if you and if you if you sit there and look at that, Joe Burrow, they were going to make the playoffs that year. His rookie season, his rookie season, Cincinnati would have made the playoffs. What was their record when he got hurt, Nick? Let's look it up real quick. Let's look it up. Let's look it up and see. Let's look it up. 
It'll take me a little time to look it up, but let's look it up and see. Because uh, he got hurt. He got hurt like in the early part of the season. Man, look, man, you got me on the spot trying to figure out this. Cincinnati. <laughs> hey, man. Cincinnati Bengals, 2020 record. Ugh. Ugh. Excuse me, I'm sorry. They went 4-11 and because he got hurt at the beginning of the season. He got hurt like game three is when he hurt when he hurt his ACL or something like that. Joe Burrow with that dude. I'm sorry, man. They would have he would have made the play. I'm telling you, man, I believe in Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is <laughs> I feel you. My brother do too. I believe in my Joe brother Burrow, a big man. Joe Burrow fan. I believe in Joe Burrow, man. I'm and you know, you know, right Ohio State gotta claim him now. So cause Do they? <laughs> do they? They've been claimed with Joe Burrow. I was just saying, do they? I'm just saying though. You know, I will sit here and I will debate that. Right now, Bryce Young is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Right now. <laughs> you can laugh all you want to. I can't wait. I can't wait to I can't wait to this NFL season, bro. Let it, let it you know what? To make my what team in the NFC besides the Eagles? What other quarterback in the NFC besides the Eagles is a threat? So you see, in, especially in the NFC South right now, NFC South comprised of the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers. And the Buccaneers. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me Bryce Young can't step in and be the star? You don't draft a quarterback number one overall not to play him. And you mean to sit here and tell me he can't. And you mean he to just signed a deal today. Something like a that. matter of fact, congratulations for him signing his four year 37.9 million yeah. deal. Yeah, he did. But I'm just telling you, you can't sit here and tell me that because he did that, that he can't win the he can't win NFC South right now. Who's the only? Who's the other quarterback you have? You have. Hey, I don't disagree with that. Marcus Mariota sucks. Marcus Mariota and, and, and only person in his division is Baker Mayfield, and we all know what Baker Mayfield. Is. And you got uh the uh what what what's your guy name that's uh in, in with the Saints right now? Um, Derek Carr. You mean to sit here and tell me you don't think Bryce Young can step into that league right now and win the, and win the NFC South? It's gonna be between him and Derek Carr if he if he is good as Avatar. Yes, he's as good as advertised. The person, the one, the one that may have more trouble because he's in the AFC is CJ Stroud because he's with Houston. But Bryce Young, right now, right now, Bryce Young, he can step in and he can make the playoffs right now in the NFC South as a wild card, or he can win a division. And I think, I think he could win a division. I want to see the talent. Listen, they got around him, and I want to see how they listen, play. All I'm saying is. You got Derrick Brown in the middle, man in that defense. Oh, we know they got a defense. You know what I'm saying? And you got um, you got Chalk and Thielen on the outside, and you got Bryce Young throwing that thing with an offensive line in front of him that's protecting him. The offensive line is not they, – they don't suck. It is a decent, above-average offensive line in Carolina. Look, you sure? I'm, look, listen, listen. That's why Christian McCaffrey had to get up out of there? Nah, Christian McCaffrey had to get up out of there because they didn't have nothing else. When they got rid of Cam, Cam and Christian McCaffrey was a dynamic duo. That was a whole dynamic duo. But when Cam <laughs> but when Cam got hurt and they decided they didn't want to bring Cam back, it all fell on Christian McCaffrey at that time to run the ball. Oh, yeah. oh, definitely. And now and 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 being a running back is like being in many accidents every single play. So of course his body's gonna break down. And plus That's he was I, and plus he was getting I hurt before that. Me by saying, pay them man, pay them folk, man. 
Pay pay Derrick Henry. Pay them boy. Uh, it's supposed to be paid. In pay Saquon Barkley. That's what you need. Pay oh, Saquon Barkley. That's what they need to pay. And Josh Jacobs. They need to pay both of them dudes. But, you know, it is what it is. And I will stand on that 10 toes. Email us at wctpod at gmail.com and tell me what you think. Because I think Bryce Young is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now. Please tell him somebody. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus ain't said nothing because he know I'm right. Please, somebody. Anybody. Email him. Subscribe. DM up on the, the, the video after you get it. Please. You heard what the man said. Let me know. And I'm telling you that right now. I stand on that. And we gonna, And you know what? You know what? You know what? Because of that, man, I'll see y'all in the post game, man. We'll see y'all in the post game. It's time to shut down in the post game. I told y'all. I told y'all y'all want to stay to the end of that episode because. <laughs> hey, man. My boy I Nick told y'all. I told you. I will stand on it's that. It's a classic, Nick. Bryce Young is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now. You can laugh all you want. I can't help it. You can laugh all you want to. Look at the numbers. Go look at what your boy did last year when he wheeled Alabama to some wins and what he did in his Heisman Trophy year. Bryce Young is a top 10 quarterback right now. Lost him to Stephen Bennett in, in Georgia. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Bryce Young is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now, people. <laughs> anyway, for, anyway, guys, thank y'all so much, man. That that was a good game, Marcus. What you think, man? How you think the outcome man, was? Man, I'm proud, man, of of how we came to play today. I think this was our best one yet. I seen so many things that I've been begging to see from my people. Hey, man, I'm, I'm I'm good going into the next week of practice. Yeah, man, I feel good, man. Yeah, you know, now we get to we get to sit down, we get to relax, we get to go over the playbook, watch the film. That's it. See what we can do better, you know, and get ready for next week, you know, go over offense, defense with Bryce Young at the helm um, and go over special teams <laughs> as well um, because, you know, that's the only way we get better, man. We got to watch film and then we got to get, you know, you know, you know, polish up what we do. You know, practice is not made perfect. Practice makes progression. Yes. It makes improvement. Like practice makes improvement. So that's what we need to do. We need to improve. So that's what I feel. That's what I feel. Hey, guys, you know what time it is? What time is it? It is time to give out the award that everybody loves and the people that get it don't want. It's time for the Waterboy Award. Give it up for the Waterboy Award. Gatorade. H2O. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Man, and do we not have a good one for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, my partner, my co-host, I give you Marcus Fitzpatrick. What's up? What's up, my peoples? Today, I got to get that Waterboy Award to the father of NBA star Jordan Poole. <laughs> First, I just want to clarify. Draymond was in the wrong. But Jordan Poole, daddy, tweeting at him. All the derogatory word. Like, did you not see what he did to your son? He was gonna make easy work of you. We're talking about we can meet up, we can do all that. He please just stop. Before you go meet with anybody, come sit by me. Let's talk about it. If you're gonna go meet that man, meet over some Starbucks, have a conversation, talk about what y'all and you and your son and him can do to salvage y'all relationship. Please don't go in there with some ill intentions trying to fight Draymond Green at your age. 
because he dropped your son, and I don't want to see TMZ <laughs> when he drop you. Please, 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 please come sit by me first before you do that. And that's how I'm going to end that segment. <laughs> hey, he said, he said, come see me because he dropped your son. I don't want him to drop you. <laughs> For real, bro. You call that man the B word, man. Like, like, like he told you, man. We don't, men don't take that word kindly, man. Oh my god, no. man. <laughs> you gonna hit your son with that woo chick? Then <laughs> uh, he dropped your son. He don't want to drop you. Oh my god, man. He didn't drop the whole line, the whole lineage. <laughs> Bro, oh that, do God. you not know how bad that would be if he he, he beat you up and your daddy? Boy, that's <laughs> funny, bro. That is hilarious, man. Well, Jordan Poole's father. <laughs> Jordan Poole's father, guess what? Come on. Come sit by me. Come on, sit around the water cooler with me and Marcus and enjoy this cold cup of water. <sighs> yes, enjoy that cold cup of water there, Jordan Poole's father, man. Wow, man, that was funny, man. He said, he said, he said, he dropped your son. Yo, want to drop you? For real, bro. Come on, bro. Man, let me stop, man. Hey, hey, again, man. (laughs) Man, for real, bro. That's it, bro. Hey, hey, y'all. We thank y'all so much. Most definitely. We thank you. I, I do thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> if he is listening, please don't do that. Oh, like he said, you, you could have seen him in the family room plenty of times. It's, it's a reason why you didn't want to see that, man. Oh, man. Man, you know what, man? We're going to end it like this, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in with us every Wednesday. Uh, yes. <laughs> listening to the Water Cooler Talk. Man, we appreciate y'all, man. You you really don't know how much we appreciate this, man, because we we really are trying to get off the ground, and we really do appreciate y'all download, listening yes. to the podcast and everything, man. Only way we can go is up. So, again, man, thank y'all so much for listening. Wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, man, download follow the podcast also rate and review the podcast man that helps us move up in the podcast rankings as well so please rate and review the podcast as well man also go follow our social medias follow us on instagram and tiktok at the water cooler talk uh follow us and subscribe to our youtube channel uh at the coolest pod 23 or you can just type in Water Cooler Talk Podcast. Man, we thank y'all, man. Also, if you want to hit us up, email us at wctpod at gmail.com. Again, that is wctpod at gmail.com. Again, man, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for taking some time out of your day listening to us and downloading the podcast. And Come in and sit around the water cooler with us and just listening to our our takes on on sports and the sports landscape. Marcus, anything you want to say before we get up out of here, boss man? Man, I appreciate every last one of you. Y'all have a blessed week. Tune in every Wednesday, and we're going to turn up with you. Yeah, man. Piggyback off, he said, man, tune in every Wednesday, man. Thank y'all again, man. Y'all be good. Nah, better yet. Y'all be great. 
Be blessed. One love. Thanks for listening to this episode of Water Cooler Talk. Make sure to follow us on our socials on Instagram and TikTok at Water Cooler Talk and on YouTube at The Coolest Pod 23. Also, make sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast player so that you never miss an episode.